Welcome back to the Pocha Playlist. Unfortunately, we do not have Andy once again, so it is just Jenny, Brandon, and Terry holding it down. <laughs> we had a fun episode. We had a fun episode last week. It's all good. Got a little, got a little wild towards the end. <laughs> I think <What>? the predictions <laughs> and the, the whole butterfly yeah. magic, all that stuff. That's just because of the sound of magic, not because it was us. All right, fair enough. Terry, what you been up to? I've been watching, or the killer shopping list is done. You guys finished it too, right? We did. We, did. we should rank it, actually, because three of us watched it. What would oh, you, th- you think? I thought it was very predictable. I think you mentioned it before. I think from, like, episode two or something, you were just like, it's it's real estate guy. And then ever <laughs> since you said that, I think you might have just texted me to it. And then so I just kind of just kept watching him in the back and just, like, he was, you know, in the corner of my eye, the entire drama. And I was like, it fucking is the real estate guy. <laughs> this this drama yeah. did the... I feel like... So I watch a lot of horror movies. And I feel like what people have been doing now, or movies have been doing now, is they'll show you who the killer is right away. Ah, yeah, yeah, And yeah. then show you evidence that leads you to believe that it's not it's, that, that it's person. everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the end, it is that person. And I was like trying to think about all the the people that could be the killer in the show and there really weren't that many people for a while i was thinking especially maybe kwang su's dad yeah especially uh-huh. yeah, guys yeah. but kwang su's dad was really a moo character <laughs> so i was yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. him but yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah. obvious that it was uh the real estate guy and, and turned out to be and the whole uh what are they calling him 500 well big one he was yeah. just moo kind of He's, he was just on the yeah. side I yeah, wanted I mean, him to be more important, the mm-hmm. the mole guy. Like I, because he was kind of a bad guy in the beginning, you know, because of the whole mom thing, and then he ended up just like I guess I don't want to spoil everything, but like yeah, he was just whatever. And he his, he wasn't even that bad. I mean, in yeah. the scale of crimes, I think he was just <laughs> like a a scam artist or like you know something like they just yeah, caught him yeah. having like fake bills and then. They destroyed his like whole fucking life. Like I, I felt kind of bad for him in the end. He's just like in the end, he's just like, you took away my good years, and now I just want to freaking kill you guys. But then he just becomes a joke the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I know what you mean because like, I feel like I I don't know crimes right, but I feel like what he did that would have been like a petty crime. Like yeah, maybe yeah. no real jail yeah. time. But they publicized it, put it yeah, on yeah. TV, like put out all of his information. Like they, his whole life. Yeah. Yeah. But then he also like tried to kill the mom later, like premeditated. So like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say. I, I don't know if I would, it was a good drama while I watched it, but I don't think I would ever watch it again. Yes, it's not a repeat drama for sure. Like it doesn't it's need an a sequel. Average, it's a very average K drama. Luckily, yeah. it was only um eight episodes, so it's like short. But then, I think if someone watched it all at once, they might just like enjoy it. Say like, yeah. oh, that was a fun watch. But mm-hmm. then we waited like every week for the new episodes to come out. So yeah. if you really think about it, like this is like the nosiest fucking market ever. <laughs> and the that was pissing me group off. Of, yeah, yeah, because. They, the cops catch them. They think it's them. They're like, stop it. Stop interfering. And they just continue to interfere, interfere like every single time. Like, 
they go in even like harder every single time. I'm just like, dude, you guys just need to chill. And not like, only not only that, they they suspect themselves. So like yeah. they suspected fish, they suspected yeah. um, butcher, uh, butcher. Yeah. They suspected the larger lady with glasses. I don't remember what her role was, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I thought the cast was good. Everyone acted well. But you mentioned cop. Don't even get me started on that freaking detective, man. He was oh, so yeah. useless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And right when Kwangsu, you know, had to raise his voice and was like, "Please listen to me," then he gets stabbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Uh, we have. I'll just read the bottom five: Pachinko, Batting Crazy, Thirty Nine, Sound of Magic. I don't think it was better than Batting Crazy. It was. I would not. agree with that. Yeah, it was. It was very average. Bad and Crazy was a good K drama. Like it, it really was. Like um, what's his name? Edong Wook. Like it's a great. We saw you know just a lot of fun scenes. But yeah, mm-hmm. Killer Shopping List. I honestly feel like Kwang Su made this show for me because like he added the touch of humor that like kind of kept the show interesting. I think. But mm-hmm. like I mean, the crime itself was really basic. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I cool. I feel like when we do the re ranking. At the end of the year, bad and crazy might need a little bit more love. It was good. It was a solid it drama. Was a good drama. And I'm like, maybe bad and crazy deserves to be number five above or above, above pachinko. pachinko. Ooh, that's a hard sell for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Also, fun fact: so the female Kwangsu's girlfriend in that show, she was in AOA. Yeah, she was in like one of the girl groups. Yeah, I had no idea. Did you know that, Terry? <laughs> It's Soryeon. It's the goddess. I didn't. Soryeon. I didn't know. Why do you think I started? I started for Kwangsu and her. Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, she's she's known for her image, her like oh. looking, looking back, posing in a jeans and doing the finger heart. Dude, that oh. like blew her up to fame. Oh wow! No? I Am I the only creep here? I th- no? I think so. <laughs> I only found out because I saw an article about people like giving her a hard time. They're saying like you're like unrecognizable in this new role, like just saying mm. like all this shit, and then she handled it really well. So that's the only reason I knew she was in a girl group because I was like, oh, I thought she was just like an actress, but. Good for her. <laughs> Do you watch any more Bling Empire, Terry? I think I just have one episode left, but I didn't finish it, yeah. What are you thinking about this season? I just want to punch Kane. Dude, Kane <laughs> sucks this season. I What's Great uh, A drama starter. Yeah. His face just bugs me. Just He's gotten <laughs> so much surgery on that face, yeah. too. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel like... Kim needs to ease off the whole trust thing with Kevin. I feel like Kevin. Did you get to the lie detector part? Yeah, I got to the lie oh detector. Oh my god! What? He passed it, and then he's like, "Do you trust me now?" And she's like, "No." Even though she failed her lie, de- yeah. she basically failed every question. Like, what the hell, man? Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Dude, she's whack. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Terry, let's say, because you're in the dating pool. Let's say you know maybe maybe <laughs> maybe five five to eight drink. eight dates. And the girl is like, Terry, I want you to take a lie detector test. And let's say this girl is great. Like, everything you ever wanted, would you Would you do a lie detector test? No. Really? <laughs> Why would you do a lie detector test? I don't know. I mean, that's what Anna told Kevin, and Kevin still yeah. did it. I feel like the only time maybe I would do it is, like, before you get married or something. You know what I mean? Mm. They're just dating. What, you want me to take a lie de- detector to see if I could be your girlfriend or boyfriend? You know what I mean? Like... What? What if she... Co- okay, I guess two questions. First, is it weirder for them to ask when you first meet them or, like, after a couple of dates? So, like, third date, she's like, hey, I really like you. I'm just, like, 
I have trust Don't issues. Ask. Can we? Can you do a lie detector test? Is you know, that weirder or like a month and a half into it? And then she's like, lie detector test. Everything's weird. That just shows like insecurity and trust issues. But the only test mm. that I will take is if she brings out the Korean game lie detector, then I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> the I'll, I'll, I'll do that <laughs> any day. That's true. It's a workaround. It's a workaround. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. That's funny. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So Jenny and I, we didn't have any plans this weekend. We were at home. And so everyone has been asking the Pucha crew to start Liberation Notes. And I, I just couldn't see why at first. But Jenny and I started it. And I, I love it. Yeah. No, I like it too. I think we're about nine episodes in across three yes. days. And it, man, Mr. Goo has to be my favorite <laughs> character of the year. Hands it's just, down. It's just you, man. If Jenny ever left you, it's just you. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's still me, even if Jenny and I are still together. I do yeah. like to, you know, partake in some drinks every oh. night. <laughs> he has a collection of his own soju bottles in the other room. Two, you know? two at a time. <laughs> but I, I will say, I mean, everyone told us to start it on the podcast, right? But I feel like if we picked it up, you know, you, me, Terry, and Andy, every mm-hmm. week we were reviewing two episodes and we're like figuring out what's the problem what's the prediction what's all this stuff i I don't think we would have enjoyed it as much Mm. i agree i agree i like that there's multiple episodes out and we're just watching it and we don't have to try to fill up like 20 minutes of a segment talking about it i'm just enjoying it for what it is and i I feel like this is very slice of lifey yeah i watched three episodes yeah what do you what do you think it's not it ain't no my mister i'll tell you that (laughs) It's not that sad, I don't think. I will say, yeah. So, like, I was worried about starting my liberation notes because the writer is the My Mr. Mm -hmm. Writer. And so I was like, I just remember My Mr. like broke me constantly. Like, every other episode, I was crying, you know? (laughs) But, like, so I was really worried because I was like, I don't know if I'm emotionally ready for this from uh, for liberation notes. But, like, that actually didn't happen. Like, for me, I feel like. It was just like a it was like a smooth journey, you know, like mm. I was able to like separate myself and just be like, oh, that sucks. You're almost 40 and can't find a husband. But like, I'm not sad. That's just life. Yeah. You know, like it was like a nice journey and I don't feel as emotionally depressed. It was just like healing, you know, it's like, oh, that's cool. That's nice to watch. So I will say I that agree. was a big difference that I wasn't expecting. Do you think you'll finish it, Terry? I'll probably does it pick up? After, like, episode three, is there more, like, drama? So mm. my biggest issue, I mean, not issue, like, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. I like just a casual story um, and just, like, going more into their, like, inner thoughts and, like, how they perceive life and stuff, and that's always fun to watch. Um, but then, as you mentioned, people kept telling us to watch it because t- they compared it to My Mister. Mm-hmm. And I think My Mister at least had, like, a lot of, like, a lot of drama where like you know IU gets beat up or like yeah. there's like really happy moments or there's like it, it keeps you on your toes even though yeah. it's like kind of depressing throughout mm-hmm. um but i didn't see any of that it just kind of goes into like they're, they're just like normal everyday life and their life just seems to get shittier and shittier <laughs> and so i'm just hoping that is there like more positive moments in the upcoming episodes so i guess it depends on which storyline we're talking about but I would say the person who has the most, like, keep you on your toes mm-hmm. um, storyline, it would probably be Mr. Goo, because he's probably. the most mysterious person. I, yeah. I, we I are now. He's like a, he used to be an eye banker situation, like cha cha hometown cha 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 situation. It's, it's <laughs> better. It's better than that. Oh, <laughs> he's a, that's good to know. 
Oh, yeah. he's a real doctor? What, Andy? No, 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 <laughs> no. And killed I, I someone? Don't, killed five people? He has a Grandma? shady past. Yeah. I'll okay. just say that. He That's has good. a fun past, and it starts unfolding, I guess, like, a little bit more than midway like you start seeing a lot more of that and you're like oh that's what you're about like this is why you're here so that's like interesting um but i do think like to answer your question it does pick up like i do Mm -hmm. think the original couple you know for first five episodes maybe it's like very smooth just kind of laying out the foundation but like things do start actually happening and then you get more and more invested and i mean we're a little bit more than halfway now and i feel like before i'd be more on my phone more and just kind of watching it in the background now like more actively watching it i do i mean i I really don't want to spoil anything for you but i just think that at maybe around episodes between like eight to ten and then going into like 11, 12, Mr. Goo story will kind of take a turn to do something else. And I think that's what I'm like looking forward mm. to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I don't know if anyone hasn't started Liberation Notes, but it's just very slice of life. It's about a family, three siblings. There's the o- oldest sister. She's like close to 40. She's trying to find love. She actually, I think she will have some sort of love line later on. Um, that's she's pretty weird, dude. She's super weird. <laughs> Any date she's on, she's been super weird, super awkward. I don't like her. Next character. <laughs> there, there's the middle, the middle son, which I actually don't like him as a character. Brandon dislikes him. He kind of irks me. He's like a little too much for me. And then but there's the youngest daughter. Yeah. He's, but he's every guy when they're young and like becoming an adult and is like arguing with your parents about like, you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. trying to grow up. Yeah. So it's like, I like the actor very much. I love them in because this is my first life. And He's a good so, actor. He's very, ex- so, like, he acts yeah. with his face, like, yeah. very expression-filled. He's the kind yeah, yeah, of person yeah. that you don't mind looking at, but you don't know if he's good-looking or not good-looking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was going to say, that's Mr. Goo, because, like, <laughs> he gets... At first, I was like, oh, he's not very, like, conventionally K-drama good-looking. Now, episode 9, I'm like, he's the best-looking K-drama person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, man, I told you, the best one is the co-worker in the liberation. Oh, my God. Single the, dad. The single tall, dad single dad. Oh, We my. can actually call him Zaddy, because <laughs> single dad. I would do to look like that my god his hair is just immaculate his height his body <laughs> just everything it's just him his just everything him. i just want to be yeah. that man i wasn't expecting such a good looking guy in this k-drama you know what i mean like because like we saw like the rest of the cast and i was like oh it's gonna be one of those very like yeah, realistic yeah. slice of <laughs> life k-drama yeah and then he pops out and i was like oh no like what like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't remember, but I think in episode one, we are introduced to him first in the oh, restaurant yeah. scene when yeah, they yeah. all meet. And Mr. Goo later. So I thought he was the main actor. Oh. <laughs> Turns out he's not yeah. like main, main. Mr. Goo is main. So there's the three siblings and then they live in Sampo. And the family does all sorts of jobs with the parents. They they do sinks. They do carpentry. Yeah. They do farming. And Mr. Goo is this mysterious man who doesn't speak at all. Every night, he buys two soju bottles and drinks it on his porch <laughs> outside, and he just helps the family, and I think he just starts a relationship with everyone, and that's him. But I think Terry messaged me saying he really wants to start drinking on his porch as well. <laughs> he makes it look delicious. He does. Just, like, yeah. grow out my little facial hair that I have and just, like... <laughs> Get a couple glasses and then just drink on a Porsche. Sounds amazing. Every day. Yeah. Every night. 
also the food in this K-drama looks so good because oh they're God. like in mm. the countryside, you know, and like they're yeah, all just yeah. like, eat, you know, they worked hard all day picking peppers and then you see them eat and you're like, that must taste so good. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. whatever. And then the drinks that they have, like, oh, everything looks so delicious. It makes me want to live that type of life. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And then I quickly wake up in my apartment and I'm like, nah, I don't think I can. <laughs> With your AC and your yeah, ice you Americanos. Need, you need AC. <laughs> yeah, but enough about Liberation Notes. We will probably finish it yep. and we will rank it. And I'll be honest, it's trending pretty high for me. I just really like it. Um, I, I wanted Terry or Andy to really pick it up because I felt like if it was just Jenny and I and we said, hey, like number one or number two ranking, you guys would be like, what the hell? But I'm glad Terry finish, uh, started it. So yeah. I hope you finish it. Anything else you watch, Terry? No, I'm just continuing to watch. Again, my life still, still, banging. still good, still, still good. But the last couple episodes are about to be released, so I'm just hoping mm. they, they really ended on a good note. Yeah, I propose that we. We could talk about it when Andy's here, but maybe for certain dramas, you don't need two people to watch it. You know, if you, if you want to rank again, my life, maybe you should be able to. <laughs> but we could talk about it with Andy. How but if there's nothing else, me. let's get into our blues episodes 13 and 14. Cheers! So we start back again with Miran and Unhi's storyline. And we immediately, as we predicted, you know, we see like Miran's side of the story. And, and mm-hmm. she starts the episode by cleaning the house, is super nice, and all that stuff. Then she finds the diary of Unhi and she decides to read it. Now I asked you two last week, was it cool that Kimu bin answered the phone or not? But I should probably ask <laughs> reading someone else's diary, yay or nay. I that's a nay in my book, but I wanna give her the benefit of the doubt because she didn't really know necessarily that that was her diary when she first read it. I don't know. It it's not cool but like you're telling me like you see your best friend's diary you're not gonna read that shit you gotta read it <laughs> you would print terry's in pdf <laughs> format print it out you throw Scan flyers it. to the entire neighborhood <laughs> that's true i mean i guess miran just never thought that unhi would have anything to hide from her yeah yeah so yeah. i mean that's my next question essentially i thought how miran approached it was very refreshing and kind of shocking to me i mean she's putting on makeup for unhi and she is hurt after reading mm-hmm. all of the hurtful things mm-hmm. that Unhi wrote and she asks her point blank like hey have i ever done anything to upset you mm-hmm. i know i i've done x y and z over the past couple of days i realized that like like talk to me and Unhi kind of shuts down she doesn't say anything bring anything up she's yeah. acting like everything's normal I, what do you think like do you think Unhi should have played it differently I I don't know. I don't like it when people don't communicate. Like, that's always my biggest thing in K-dramas. But I think from Uni's perspective, she was like, she's going to leave. Like, you know, she's not here all the time. Let's just not even get into this. Let's just, mm-hmm. like, brush yeah. it off, you know? Like, I don't, I don't want to argue. Like, we're not, we don't need to do that. And so... I understand why and he did it, but, but it's that's just band-aid over the No, the absolutely. Wound. I don't think she should have done it, but I think that's why she wanted to because she's like, eh, like we don't need to be that close anymore. Like it's fine. I like understand where we stand, so like I don't even care to patch it up. So I mean it's I don't think she should have done it. But I don't know. Terry, what do you think? No, I mean she just said the entire time she was like I think she's trying to focus on the good of the relationship. Mm-hmm. She was like, I don't want to focus on any. Because she was just like, I'm just going to focus on how grateful I am, you know, to her Mm -hmm. and like how much I owe her. So I think she 
it's just easier to live life if you just think of it that way. And then so yeah. I guess when she asked those questions, she probably didn't even like assume that, you know, she she knew everything. Yeah. Mm. And I guess from Midan's point of view, she she can't like confront her outright. I mean, she does later, which we'll get into, but I mean, she did read someone else's diary and so she knows something that she technically shouldn't. So mm. she does kind of have to like ease into bringing up the topic. But, you know, I don't want to even go into like the the husband that gets beat up and all of that other stuff. Let's go straight into the final fight that they have at night. Mm-hmm. After having heard what you and Jenny said, I do see where Miran is coming from when she says that Unhi is the one that is not being loyal as a friend because mm-hmm. it seems like Unhi just has like a ledger with like a debt that needs to be <laughs> repaid and she's just chipping away at this debt. Yeah, but yeah. Miran to me is like hey, I know I'm not perfect, Mm -hmm. but I thought that we were close enough to work through these things. And you Mm -hmm. hiding it, you're not being a true friend to me. Is that how you guys take that? I I agree. Like, I think if I were Miran and I was living my life assuming that, you know, we are loyal, we tell each other everything. If there's any beef, we hash it out. Like, and that's it. Like, I, I think I would be very, very disappointed to know that my friend who I thought was loyal this whole time was actually hiding a lot of stuff from me. So, like, totally agree. I think Unhee was the one that ended up being two-faced in this situation because, you know, she's kind of holding this grudge, like, kind of low-key, like, talking shit, like, when other people bring it up, you know, about her friend because the um, the wife of the guy was, like, saying all this stuff and she was kind of like, yeah, sure, yeah, she's a brat, like, whatever, whatever. She's just like that. And, like, she's not really defending her friend. So, like, agreed. I think Unhee was kind of in the wrong at the end. And, you know, I don't like Miran still. Like, I think I ranted about her last week. And, I mean, I feel for her more, but I still don't really like her as a character. But, you know, in this situation, I think Unhee should have been better. I thought that scene that you just mentioned where Unhee talks about uh, Miran to the, the wife, the husband beater, it was interesting because, yes, she kind of, like, shits on Miran a little bit, but then also corrects her and says, like, hey, yeah. but you can't say those things. Like it's more of, like, like elder she's my friend. I can shit on my friend, but you can't talk about yeah. my friend that way. So I do think she stood up for a little bit. But I, if I remember, Jenny, you said last week Un, or Miran would have to show, ex, like, mm-hmm. through expressions and, and actions how much she cares for Unhi and you know we start the episode with her cleaning the apartment and and yeah I kind of took that as like oh she's like good friend but you don't think that was enough I mean she's a good friend I mean I feel like what I said last week about like she doesn't go out of her way to do things like you know I feel like that still kind of stands like she's obviously better right like everything that we saw last week obviously this week's episode kind of corrects a lot of that but like I don't know. I just, I feel like Miran is still kind of a more selfish person. But the fact that she acknowledges that, she acknowledges that she's immature and she has her problems and she's kind of like, and he like, I'm this person. You just have to accept it. And if you want to be friends with me and we want to be friends, like you're just going to have to accept me as I am. And, you know, I thought that was at least refreshing, even though I don't feel like she still goes out of her way to do anything. What do you think, Terrence? You think me, Uni was wrong in the end? Um, in like the second or second to last fight before she goes to Seoul to like confront her formally. Just like overall in the end, Uni was wrong. I think so. I don't know. I feel like she should have at least like talked it out with her, you know, instead of like. Yeah, yeah. But I don't she's, know. Do I mean, think? she's wrong for that, I guess. Yeah. I, you know, because they both define loyalty differently, I guess. Mm. But then one thing that made me that i noticed like till the end till 
they had their little massage appointment and like made up and she was straddling her and was crying and was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh, that this fun is scene, yeah. oh this is interesting um but then um Mira never apologized ever oh interesting. i thought when she straddled her she would just get into a couple apologies at least for you know saying that you, you know because she was because the biggest thing was like when she called her and she flew from jeju and then yeah. like yeah. that was the biggest scar for her and then yep. you see how miran sees the situation but she's saying for her like mamanan saram like yeah it's bad for most cases but for her it's because she has no one right that's what yeah. how she, she mm-hmm. says it. she's like i need someone like that but she didn't apologize for yeah. anything not even the slap or anything her apology was did it hurt when i slapped you yeah <laughs> and then so yeah. by the end i was just like seriously you're that's true and the final thing she says is are you going back to jeju tonight and then that yeah. was it like it's all done now it's just weird because we're not saying that miran is a good friend yes. i think people can be varying different levels of a friend and mm-hmm. i don't think miran is a good one I do think Unhi could have communicated her feelings better, but I definitely don't think Miran was in the right in any of this. Mm-hmm. She she mm-hmm. did a lot of wrong yeah. as that's well. That's true. That's true. And that's why, I mean, my final question was going to be final thoughts on Miran. And I just, I don't know. I, I don't think I would want to be friends with someone like that. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. No, it's for tough. sure. Terry, what do you think? No, I, I get where she comes from, but she knows the situation so well you know what i mean Mm -hmm. she she totally understands how people view her and so as someone that understands that and knows that you have to be clear and communicate to like your best friends um like how they should be perceiving certain situations so the entire time i was just like hoping she would just like be apologize and kind of just like be more understanding and opening in the end but then like i didn't really get that so i was just like you suck dude yeah. <laughs> i think the scene that made it what everything you just said i totally agree with terry and the scene that really made that obvious for me that miran wasn't getting it was when hoshik drops her off at uni's house and says yeah hey you know what fuck it we're friends but i've never liked you so i'll just tell mm-hmm. you why and she brings up the stuff in the past and i mm-hmm. thought that was gonna we were gonna hear the jimmy and ost and yeah, Miran yeah, was gonna yeah. realize yeah. she uh-huh. gets out of the car and she says like Napunyon, like which is like you know yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know she's mad at uni and all that wait stuff. okay i actually perceived that differently because when she first comes out of the car she's like oh shallow brat like all this stuff right yeah. i thought she was talking about unhi and i was like god like why would you say that like that's so rude but then there was a scene like later on when Miran was talking about that event and then she was calling herself a shallow brat. So I took it oh. as like, like I took, so Miran's character for me, I think she's very like obsessed with her image and how she comes across and like, at, you know, which kind of like doesn't help her friends a lot of time because she will throw her friends under the bus to help her own image. But I do think like she realized that she was in the wrong as a youth. So, so wow, she called okay. herself a shallow brat. She, she was, was mad at car. herself. Yeah. For doing mm. that when she was younger. But to Terry's point, like she will never apologize because her image is so important. She's like, if I start apologizing for things that I do, then like my image is now getting ruined because Unhi needs to like me for however I am, despite like, 
you know, whatever shitty things I do. And I'm sure like three divorces also play into kind of her self-image issues, right? Where she's like, on paper, I am somebody who's gotten divorced three times. So like, at least the Unhi, she's like, I will not apologize. I need to keep this image like, you know, even though in her heart, she might feel bad about certain things that she has done. That's a really good perspective. Yeah. I did not think about her saying that about herself. Mm. I don't know. Terry, how did you see that scene? I don't really remember that scene. <laughs> she was just getting out of the car and she was like swearing. But I I, I thought that she was saying it yeah. about Unhi. That's I what I thought at first. But then herself. she uses the same word to talk about herself like down the line in, in context of that situation. So I do think she was mad at herself. Okay. Yeah. That's great. I'm really happy you brought that up because <laughs> yeah, it really yeah. changes that scene for me. But either way, I feel like all three of us kind of agree on, yeah. on where we see Miran. And, and we would Lenny. not be friends with her, basically. Do we think this is the end of Miran at least? They pretty much closed that book out, right? I, I think I so. Hope so. I, th- I feel like that's just in he and her's relationship, and that's just what's going to be. So, fun fact, I think we mentioned it, but Miran's character is actually Um Jong-ha, which is a famous uh, K-pop singer. Apparently, my mom has says I have a lot of photos with her carrying me as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to go back home to visit, so I'll try to find them. <laughs> I don't <Yeah>. mind posting <laughs> those on the uh, Our Blues thread. Oh <laughs> just be gosh. baby Brandon being held by Miran's character. Apparently, I also heard from Brandon's mom that this lady did not like Brandon very much because he was a little demon child. So, uh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fun so, facts. Yeah. Okay, that closes the book on Miran and Inhi. So let's get into, I forget the names. I think we call her Flirt, right? Yeah. Flirt and Ubin. So Flirt is basically Gucci with the Samchuns, and she is Gucci with Ubin. Now, I just want to say there's one scene where Kim Ubin picks up Flirt, like, over his head. And immediately I was like, Jenny, get up off the couch right now, Mm because I need to try it. I could not lift Jenny. It's very hard to lift someone like that. Come on, man. (laughs) You can do it. Did you get close? We got real close. It doesn't work. I think the problem is Jenny and I are the same height, and Ubin is maybe two <laughs> feet taller than her. So there is that leverage so, that he has. Yeah. The, the vibe, the mood is very different. Yeah. One I is was, romantic. <laughs> one is like wrestling WWE. I was, I was whole body shaking trying to lift her up, and she maybe got two inches off the ground. I, I jumped two inches off the <laughs> ground, and then yeah, I yeah. fell back down because of gravity. Yeah. Um. But this episode, I don't know. There's not much to talk about because it's it's – they pretty much show everything. So Flirt has an older twin sister that unfortunately has Down syndrome. I think, I don't remember, who. what were the predictions last week? I think we all kind of said like sibling, we, we mentioned illness, twin, yeah. mental illness or disability. So we do have an older twin sister with Down syndrome. And I guess the parents died. Mm-hmm. And this, mm-hmm. this sister has... Uh, mood swings is what like she, she gets very angry so she was I schizophrenic think, yes too. she was originally mm-hmm. schizophrenic which i think made things really difficult for them um but then i guess in their youth you know they found a lady to take care of them and that's where the older sister was originally so i think it kind of shines a light on why she needs to work so hard and, and she mm-hmm. really needs to make money and she cares about money because she needs to send it back, you know, to her sister. Mm-hmm. But do you guys think her trying to break up with Kimubin just because the sister needs to come for a week? Like, was that okay? Do you think it was like a temporary breakup? Like, what do you guys think about that situation? I So it was a little weird. And Terry, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that um, Flirt started breaking up with Ubin. Like, it was kind of a combination of the sister. Plus, like, Ubin was talking about, like, marriage and making things more serious. The house. He wants yeah. to buy a house. And then uh, 
meet the parents if she was free. Yeah. Right. So she then started getting like cold feet, I guess. And mm-hmm. it was probably also because the sister was coming or then she was like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I don't want to even deal with yeah. this. But I think her whole thing was like, let's keep things fun. Let's keep things casual. And then him she broke rule this number up. one. Yeah. Like it basically like started freaking her out. And I think that's why. But I mean, not not like justified but i get where she's coming from like towards the end she mentioned you know all these guys that i've dated always say like oh yeah no worries i'll deal with you and your sister that's fine and then like eventually it just gets really difficult for them and they leave because of the sister so Mm -hmm. like i can see her just like preventatively like trying to not get hurt again yeah what do you think terry um, no, I totally agree. And then, like a namja, that guy just when they when they made up, I was like so happy. He's like, <laughs> didn't <"Yeah."> take much. <laughs> yeah, he, th- when they're like mad but like holding hands and walking, he's like, fine, I'll try it. Fine, fine, we'll see how it goes. We're probably gonna break up. I'm just like, oh, just take your shirt off. Let me see that back again, dude. <laughs> Pick her up again. <laughs> Pick her up again, dude. What are you doing? Uh, Super yeah. cute. So yeah. I guess. If we want to talk about Namja scenes, I mean, he literally pulls over and he follow he he follows them to the airport. And I guess the first initial meeting could have gone better, but from his side, he was like, "I've never even like learned about this, and I've never mm-hmm. met someone." So it kind of took him by surprise. Yeah. I mean, which I think mm-hmm. we can at least give him that. But it was nice to see the villagers and the Samchuns and any everyone kind of acknowledge the sister and kind of make her feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Do you guys mm-hmm. think permanent stay? Oh, that's oh. I feel like it'd be easier if she stayed permanently, and she, you know, the sister's better now. She's she's not um, having the mood swings. She can work because she's already working at the coffee shop. Kimu Bin said he'll he'll you know think of her as as family. Could it's work a, out. It's a big, big, like stressor to add into a dating relationship you know what i mean yeah. it'll change the dynamic of everything i feel like of course happens. but kimu yeah. said he's game you know i mean yeah what, he's what a, more do you he's need a, he's a namja but there's it's a lot of responsibility you know what do you think, Jenny? I, I don't know like i i feel like the previews for the next episodes to me kind of hinted that the sister is still a little bit volatile um so i, I guess we'll have to see where that goes it's kind of like the first big outbreak is going to determine if she is mm-hmm. going to be able to stay with them or not. And like at this point, like I just don't feel like Flirt is in the right mindset to be, you know, patient enough to kind of handle that, which like is understandable, right? It's like you were born with this twin who, you know, has a disability and you're forced your whole life to take care of her. And like she's at least a good enough person to not just ditch her and like not take mm-hmm. care of her. But I feel like she's not in the mindset where she's like i want to take care of this person actively all the time like she'd rather just kind of I mean, do her thing and away. make money yeah yeah sort so of. yeah yeah so i think like i don't see them being like living there permanently just yet i think it would be healthier for flirt to kind of figure herself out before the sister permanently comes into her life again um but you know that might happen next episode because this drama does go quick so we'll see we are getting close to the finale. Yeah. I mean, next week's 15, 16. Then there's only two more weeks after that. And I feel like we still haven't gotten the long-awaited um, Tung Seok and his mom storyline. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So this one also needs to wrap up relatively quickly. But I feel like, I mean, just from a logistical standpoint, if, if the sister can find work in the city, you know, 
if Ubin's right there helping her along the way, I could see them being one big happy family together. Yeah, I could also potentially see Ubin and the sister or and flirt like not ending up together just at the very end you did say that last yeah week. like you i really don't want them to be no, together i, I want them to be together but i just can see like you know there's a lot of external situations and like maybe the sister just needs to go back to wherever you know sorry flirt needs to go back to wherever the sister is and take care of them and they need to figure out their relationship before she you know really mm. starts dating someone like i don't know i could see that going down but i want them to be together i think they're cute but who knows I don't know i just feel like everyone kind of got like a decent wrap-up you know like every character that's true and i just feel like if flirt and ubin end up breaking up and then the sister goes back to her or wherever she's from yeah. that those three never got like a good ending for themselves yeah that's true, you know that's I mean? true. but it but, is our blues but that's a realistic ending there it, <laughs> <is. Yeah. laughs> it is so that means he, what he is just like all the other boyfriends when he said he wasn't yeah. he's just yeah. going back in his bus and sleeping yeah yeah he's gonna write on his little thing yeah. like can i date somebody who has a sister with down syndrome and she's gonna say no oh. and then they're gonna break up oh. I, I hope they work out together because he really likes her yeah they look good together all right any final thoughts terry no well, is there anyone else that we missed i think there's like the the other fisherman and the uh, i forgot her name pr is, her is name that the, oh. the deaf coffee yeah. shop girl? But they're pretty minor. Other than that, I don't yeah. think so. It was pretty mm. much just this. Okay, With I think that wraps up our blues. Um, next week, we will continue our blues, episode 15 and 16. We will not be picking anything up, but the next drama for sure, for sure, is Why Her? I think we'll start that in two weeks. Yep. Socials? Yeah, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Pocha Playlist. Join our Discord chat if you want to talk to us. And check out our Patreon and Ko-Fi for donations. Oh, and lastly, leave us a uh, rating or review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Terry, sign us out. This is the Pocha Playlist, and we're out. <laughs> <laughs>